Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Wednesday, early, not early morning, mid-morning. We're here to talk in uh, fantasy golf with Rich. What's going on, Rich? It's middle of the week, and uh, just really, really, really putting in the work, you know, the paying the cost, as we said early on, to be the boss, man. And I'm really paying the cost this week with the derby <laughs> and everything that's going on in sports. No sleep for the wicked, I guess. No doubt. No sleep for the degens. Uh-huh. For sure. All right. So what's going on in golf? What are we what are we talking about? What are we doing? Well, what we have is the tour championship, the FedEx Tour Championship. And uh this is a heck of a tournament. The top 30 players make the make the uh, cut for this particular one. It's at East Lake Country Club in Hotlanta, Georgia. And there's a lot of money at stake. I think there's like $45 million going to be spread out between the 15 players with the winner Jeez. getting a cool $15 million. It's not bad for a weekend's worth of work. Yeah. And, you know, they, they start on Friday this week, too. So they don't start on Thursday, oh, okay. which is normal. Yeah. And they're going to play thir- uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and, and, and on Labor Day. Oh, okay. So you got the Tour Championship, the Kentucky Derby, NBA playoffs. You got NHL playoffs, football starting on next Thursday, a week from today, a week from tomorrow. Man, the schedule's crazy. It really is. All right. So what do we like? Who do we like? What are we looking at? So How does this, this all tur- work? This tournament sets up a little bit funny compared to all the rest of them because the way it works is they're kind of like seated, like if you're, you know, like in a basketball tournament or something and you get a head start. So Dustin Johnson, who is the leader in FedEx points at the moment is he gets to start the tournament at 10 under John Rahm gets to start the tournament at eight under Justin Thomas gets to start at seven under Webb Simpson, Webb Simpson at six under 
and five under Colin, Maca- uh, Colin Morikawa. So these five golfers have kind of a leg up on everybody else. And then they bunch them up in groups um, from that point down of about five, where there's a group of four under, three under, two under, one under. Now, they started this system last year, and Justin Thomas started the uh, tournament at minus 10. I think he finished third. And Rory McIlroy was five strokes under. Um, so he was in the fifth spot, mm-hmm. and he came back to win this tournament. So there is room for people to come up from the bottom and win based upon one year's uh, evidence of data. But I do think you're going to find the people at the top are going to be tough to beat. You know, you give a professional golfer a couple strokes lead over people. They, you know, the people who are at even par probably don't have a chance to come catch them. Oh, wow. I would say that the the, the group where you might have a chance is four under you still got to make up six strokes over the course of four days. And, and that's a tall task. Okay. Yeah. But th- does this affect fantasy golf? You're not going to get points out of the gate. You actually do for fantasy golf. They're going to award Dustin Johnson, the first place points right off the get go. So I think to win it, you're going to have to, and he, he costs way too much. It's like 15,000. He gobbles up damn near uh, what? 30% of your budget. So you're going to yeah. have to figure out which person, or which gro- golfers in the underneath groups, probably from about four under and up, where you can find some winners in there. Jeez. Okay. So how the hell are we going to do that? Well, I think what you got to look at is this tournament, you know, who's played well here before. And like I said, Roy McElroy did exceptionally well. And I think he's on the very, very, very outside, maybe – you know, five or six percent chance that he can make up mm-hmm. seven strokes this time around and catch him. But the person I have my eye on in the top um, five is Justin Thomas. He's played exceptionally well at this course, with the exception of last year, where he didn't play poorly. He just ran into a super hot golfer mm. in uh, in Rory McIlroy. And one of the things that this tournament seems to require is the ability to putt. The year Justin Thomas won, he was, I think, third that week in putting. The year Rory McIlroy won last year, I think he was uh, he was third in putting as well. Mm-hmm. And it was in regu- regulations. Those seem to be the two statistics that uh, forecast winners fairly accurately, or at least people who are going to play well here. So some of the names that are off the list there that have put that are putting, that are gaining strokes off the tee, uh, are Bryson. DeChambeau, and I think he is in like group that's uh, four under. So like the very, he's got a shot. He's only six strokes behind, so he'd have to one up Rory from last year to do it. Uh, so he and he's also very good off the tee, which is another um, important metric for East Lake. Okay, uh, another good golfer, Webb Simpson, and Webb Simpson right now he's 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 in the fourth spot at six under. He's got a good shot. He's played okay at this place, not been lights out, but he's definitely played pretty well there. And then John Rahm, who putts pretty well. I don't know if you saw, but he made like a 66-foot birdie putt or something in playoff (laughs) hole last week to win against Dunstan. Yeah, it was just this long, winding putt that if he putted a thousand times, that'd probably be the only one that went in. But... (laughs) You know, it only takes one, right? Right. That's what I tell my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does it work? Uh, well, so far, so good. <laughs> Beautiful. So, all right. So, so how are we going to do this? Where are we going to find some value? What, who are you are you looking at anybody in particular? 
Well, I, I, I'm looking at the players who have played well at this yeah. tournament in the past. And so that Xander Shoffley is another guy who's played really well here. Okay. I like that. That's only like 8,900 bucks. Mm-hmm. Another guy who's played pretty well here is Tony Finau. He's $8,200. Okay. So if you're looking for a putter, I mean, he doesn't really have a chance to probably win, but you're going to have to pull up some points yeah. in the back end of this. That's kind of cheap. That's actually really, really cheap. Is Billy Horschel? I'm trying to find him. <laughs> yeah, he he's in the even par group. I mean, he doesn't really talk about snowballs chance. He has a snowballs chance of winning. Fifty seven hundred bucks. Right, but that if you want to put somebody like um, if you want to put Dustin Johnson on your team, you're gonna have to pair him with some really cheap people, and he's a really good putter. Um, so is another 5,600 is, is Latino Griffin, but he's another one that's in one of those bottom groups. So they're only going to give you those sort of, they're going to give you the incremental points, maybe to get you above so you can put some of the top loaded people on your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be, you know, the, the kind of strategy you're going to have to employ yeah. if you want Dustin Johnson or you want to have John Rom or both of them on your team because you know statistically speaking, one of those two is likely to win. Right. So just grab those two, hold your nose, and just eat some five thousand five fifty two hundred players. Yeah, because those guys, what you want them to do then is to maybe come up the um, you know up the leaderboard. They may not get to the top, but they can maybe go from you know twenty sixth through thirtieth to tenth to fifteenth pretty easily. Yeah. So on my team, I have Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, Tony Finau, Brendan Todd, Tyrell Hatton, and, and Joakim ne- uh, Neiman. Mm-hmm. All these guys played pretty well. Um, they're all decent putters. They're all good at tee to green. And I think that Justin Thomas and Tony Finau maybe uh, might have a chance to find their way towards the top. They're not going to win. Uh, Justin Thomas, I think, I-, I have him pegged as the winner. Uh, so if you can find the person who's going to pass Dustin Johnson, uh, you have, I think, the, a, a really good chance of winning. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I like it. So we're just going to have to hold our nose on the bottom card and hope they do okay. And the favorites are going to favorites are going to win. You would think they're going to win. Yeah. For sure. And, and so if I'm looking to do some of those head-to-head matchups, I'd head over to PGATour.com, mm-hmm. look up at the putting statistics, and figure out which golfers are better putters. So as I mentioned, um, Bryson and, and DeChambeau and Kevin Na are two of the better putters on tour in terms of shots gained putting. So if you look at Kevin Na, let's see if I can find him in a head-to-head matchup here anywhere real quick. I apologize. Sure. Ah, no, no. No, I don't see him anywhere okay. in here. <laughs> That's a good sign. Uh, yeah. So best finishing position. So here's one that I kind of like. Even though I think Justin Thomas is probably going to be the winner, Webb Simpson is um, a little bit ahead of him in points right now. So, so Webb Simpson was right behind him at six under. Justin Thomas is going to start at seven under. Um, but Webb Simpson is plus 130 versus Justin Thomas. And he's a, he's a better putter than Justin Thomas. So I think you got a good crack there. Um, another one here, I did find Kevin Na. Kevin Na is plus 110 mm-hmm. against Victor Hovland. And Victor Hovland is in the even par group. And I think Kevin Na is in the one under. So you're getting a one stroke 
a lead right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And you're plus 110. And Kevin Na is a, is a better putter than Victor Hovland. Of the guys that are in this group, Victor Hovland is one of the one of the not so good putters. Oh, okay. Relatively speaking. I mean, he's would kill you and I on the golf course putting wise, but yeah. So those are two right there that I think uh, if Justin Thomas doesn't win, so if you play Justin Thomas to win, you can sort of backdoor just in case he doesn't win with Webb Simpson in the head-to-head matchup, and uh, you know get plus one thirty on Webb Webb Simpson. I like it. Okay, are you you gonna still do your power rankings and everything? Or yeah, I'm this? gonna send them over to you. I okay. don't think there's gonna be much analysis. Okay. Uh, because uh, I'm just overwhelmed with Kentucky Derby work. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so I have my. Um, I'll send it to you right now. I'll have. I have the. Um, my sheet of integrity, mm-hmm. along with the rankings that I have. Okay. There just won't be much in the way of. Uh, there won't be any commentary. I, I apologize, everybody. Uh, it's okay. It's a busy. It's a busy ass week. And it doesn't it, it doesn't seem like the fantasy if you're just starting out this may not be the tournament to just start out and it seems like this is going to be a difficult one. Yeah, I think because you're kind of limited in your choices. Right, you right. Know, we talk about in baseball and stuff like that where you you get these you're pretty sure a team is going to win but you get these ridiculous, you know, minus 230 run lines and you know so you're you're undervaluing them based upon their power rankings and the run differential and all the different ways people look at stuff. You're sort of doing the same thing here. You know, you're getting Dustin Johnson at like minus 250 or minus 270 relative to the rest of the field. And I think, you're, you know, the U.S. Open is, I think, either next weekend or the following weekend. And you're going to have a much fuller um, field. Okay. And, and that'll be a great opportunity for people to get in because you're going to find some cheap guys that might fit really well at the course, which I think is Wingfoot. So there's a lot of history at that course. So we might be able to identify some some golfers that are pretty inexpensive, but yet offer good value because their game fits the course. I dig it. All right. So I'll, we'll put that over on the site or on the app, depending on what you use. So you can reference that. And uh, what else, Rich? Is there anything else we need to know? That's about it for today, my man. Right. You know, we'll uh, catch up on Friday. Talk about the Kentucky Derby and and the, the Friday race too, right? Oh yeah, there's the Kentucky Oaks on Friday too. Yeah. So there's the um, the probably one of the most popular bets in all of horse racing is the Oaks Derby Double, where you bet the winner in both races. Yes. And I've done my homework. I haven't made it to the Kentucky Derby yet, though. I have looked through it. I, I think I got a pretty live long shot in the first race the Kentucky Oaks it's, there's two heavy favorites nice. but the third horse that I like um, I, I think is just as good as the top two and she's 15 to 1 in the morning line I don't think there's any chance in hell she goes off at 15 to 1 but she might go off at 10 to 1 mm-hmm. and if she does I think she can beat the top two alright alright well you'll have to tune in Friday to find out what you're talking about yes indeed alright Rich that's <laughs> called a tease ah there you go inside baseball <laughs> All right, man. All right. Well, uh, like I said, it's over at the website. Check out Rich's rankings. And that is it. Rich, get out of here. I will indeed. Have a great day, Arch. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.